Humanitarian Engineering Podcast. Welcome everybody to our second episode of the Humanitarian Engineering Podcast of the University of Twente. My name is Nicola and I'm here with my colleague Peter. In this episode, we will talk about humanitarian engineering education at the University of Twente. We are very happy to welcome here three vice deans for education from our university. We would like to welcome here Professor Masha van der Voort from Engineering Technology Faculty. Professor Hello. S- Professor Siana Aydin from Behavior Management and Social Science Faculty. Nice to be here. And Professor Viktor Yeten from Geoinformation Science and Earth Observation Faculty. Thank you. Vice Deans for Education of three faculties of the University of Twente, as I said. Thank you for finding the time to join us in our podcast. Uh, well, uh, again, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, so perhaps we could uh, move to a few questions uh, to get to know also what you do. So since you're all deans of, ed- of education uh, in the University of Twente, could you please tell us something about your background, the research you do, and your role as Vice Dean of Education uh, within your respective faculties? If you allow me, let me start uh, with Masha. Thank you. Um, well, as Vice Dean of Education, uh, I'm responsible for the organization of the educational programs within the Faculty of Engineering Technology. Um, And besides that, I'm a professor in human-centered design. And as a chair, we mainly develop like methods and tools that allow a diversity of stakeholders to collaboratively explore uh, potential futures and to define those futures together. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Masha. Uh, uh, we could uh, move to Victor, something about yourself also. Thank you. Um, yeah, as, as Vice Dean for Education for ITC, it's interesting to mention that our student body is almost exclusively international so we do a lot with international problems and international context which makes it very interesting to work at ITC and at the University of Twente in general. Uh, I am a professor in natural hazards and disaster risk management and so uh, I deal with the analysis and, and context of natural disasters and climate change and flooding and landslides and those kind of aspects and the impact on society. Okay, thanks a lot, Victor. Uh, we could also now move to Siano. Yes, uh, as vice dean for BMS, I'm responsible for uh, 20-plus uh, programs uh, at BMS, bachelor and master, and we have also two uh, professional learning and development uh, programs. And uh, my background is in behavioral science and philosophy, uh, focusing on Uh, human technology relations, so that means the influence of uh, technology on humans and society. And myself, I primarily focus on new and emerging technologies and how these technologies kind of shape our existence, our interactions, freedom, responsibility, and these kind of things. Well, very interesting. Thanks a lot, uh, Siano. So now that our listeners know uh, more about you, let's move to the next part of the podcast in which we'll talk more about Uh, humanitarian engineering uh, education. Okay, uh, so we move to a specific topic-related questions. And first, I would like to ask you, well, since uh, University of Twente is a modern people-first university in the Netherlands, how do you see this vision aligning with the need uh, for humanitarian engineers? Well, I think if you look at it at the 
discipline of humanitarian engineering is uh, a very broad discipline. And you really connect uh, the development of new technologies with uh, the, the social uh, aspects, as well as the environmental um, context. And that all automatically already describes the fact that you cannot address this from one discipline alone. You really need the full spectrum from technology and engineering towards humanities. And as a University of Twente, that's actually what we house that we actually embed within our university, that we, like you said, we are a people-first university, um, but also uh, like the high-tech human-touch profile that suits this really well. So the combination of the social-technical uh, challenges that we are facing. Well, thanks a lot, Masha. Very interesting. Uh, Victor, perhaps yeah, you have uh, a I, point? I can, I can add a few things. Um, if you look at humanitarian engineering and and the focus which is also in part on let's say what we call the majority world uh, third world countries then there the problems people are facing are extremely complex and they cannot be solved by just one discipline you need to be multidisciplinary and as an engineer you also need to be trained how to behave in such an environment to get the best results it's not a it's not it's no longer only a technical problem or something like that so so and and that takes it's it's not that takes um yeah knowledge and also the feeling to to behave well in, in different situations and to get the best out of, a, out of a situation there. And that is something I think that humanitarian engineers will learn how to do. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, uh, Siano? Yes, uh, Masha and Victor already said uh, uh, a lot about it. So uh, the University of Twente focuses on societal kind of relevant research and education. And of course, uh, humanitarian crisis uh, challenges are kind of societal relevant maybe in, in, in the strongest meaning of the word. At the same time, they are also in more than one meaning of the word wicked. And wicked problems kind of require often also complex and different disciplines to tackle. And BMS uh, wants to contribute uh, to that by providing, for example, uh, frameworks, uh, theoretical frameworks, um, just to give you one example, uh, the concept of resilience, for example, can be approached in, in very different ways. And BMS can help to clarify that and to offer kind of this kind of conceptual uh, scaffolding. But also methodologies, both quantitative and qualitative, can, uh, can also be kind of uh, valuable in this context. And uh, BMS also wants to contribute to that. Okay. Well, uh, thank you. I think it's uh, becoming quite uh, clear and apparent that indeed there's really a need for uh, humanitarian engineers. So maybe connected to this uh, is the idea of uh, approaching this from an education program which is specifically focused uh, on humanitarian engineering. Uh, I don't know what your view would be uh, or opinion on this in terms of really a need for a structured education program for this. Um. Well, I think it would be really good to train people in this type of uh, challenges and how to address those type of challenges because it, like we just explained, it requires multiple aspects and also knowledge of these different disciplines in order to be able uh, to fully address these social technical challenges uh, that we are facing. And um, what's maybe good to stress here is that um, well, within the university, within other programs, we also used to address social technical. Uh, challenges, but not so much within the context of having limited resources and really structurally limited resources as well as existential limited resources. So how to deal with these circumstances and how to place them in the uh, environmental context, in the political context, 
And still have the uh, innovation power to address that. So the, the, uh, both the design and the engineering uh, capabilities of developing new technologies, new solutions to address those uh, challenges. That is an, a, a new topic um, where we do not fully educate people in yet. And that's where there is a niche for an, uh, a new training programs. And it's, it's nice that we have actually three faculties that combine this. It's pretty unique. And the best of what these faculties have to offer come together in one in one master. So that's, that's pretty strong. Uh, if you follow this as a student, you really get uh, a very different type of education, I think. Yeah, just to contribute or to add to that. So translating kind of questions, theoretical questions uh, in such a way that you can also practically tackle them is quite a challenge, something that you need to learn. So it's not just kind of uh, given. Uh, and the same applies, I think, to multidisciplinary kind of interactions and, and, and cooperations, also something that you really need to be trained in. And that's quite difficult also because, for example, you also need to... Um, uh, be um, kind of recognize your own limits uh, and and also see kind of how others would contribute to that and then go beyond and overcome the things that you cannot do. So that's what we try and will try also in this master to teach uh, our students and of course with uh, all kind of internal and external stakeholders. So it's in that sense multidisciplinary in the broader sense of the word. Yeah, and it made me to add to that. It's not only to, that we combine different discipline insights, but uh, Alexiana was saying, you have an, a full spectrum of stakeholders that are directly affected by the, these type of challenges. And how to in, uh, engage them in your process and make sure that the solutions that you develop really suits their needs and the circumstances that they are being used in, that requires um, yeah, a, di a different approach. And uh, that's where we want to train students in. Well, uh, I think it's very insightful, and uh, I think what we can really see is uh, uh, really we need uh, a multidisciplinary focus when it comes to training uh, uh, humanitarian engineers, and indeed looking at not just uh, the technology background, but also a social uh, focus uh, in this uh, case. So um, we would take a, I think we could now move a little bit uh, to the last phase of uh, the podcast with uh, a few quick questions uh, that uh, to, get, to also get your further perspectives. So as Peter said, let's move to the last part of, uh, of this podcast when we would like to ask three quick questions. Uh, we would like to ask you to answer with just a couple of words. Don't think about the answer for too long. Just what comes to your mind, you can just say it and then maybe it will sparkle also nice, nice discussion. So... Uh, my first question to all of you is, and I will start with Victor this time. In what ways do you think the humanitarian engineering can contribute to making impact to underserved communities anywhere in the world? I think it's in the in the the way we train people, and uh, this university always is uh, the the way we approach a problem is to ask, what do you need, and that that's what this university is good in, and these engineers will be good in that. So. What they, what they will bring to it is making tailor-made solutions uh, that are really fitting to, to a problem. Yes, I, I fully agree. Masha, do you have anything to add to that or do you have... <laughs> well, maybe to, uh, to add to that, I think it's also good to stress that these type of circumstances happen all around the world. So it's not only in, in uh, like some parts of the world, but even within the Netherlands, we have circumstances where 
we have underdeserved communities where people need solutions that suit their particular needs and you actually have to deal with limited resources in that. That's that's true. Underserved communities are not only in developing countries, as some people might perceive, but we also have underserved communities in the Netherlands and in Europe. Yeah. So that's 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 true. Thank you, Masha and Siano. Yeah, maybe in this kind of kind of situations, uh, technology is also becoming uh, increasingly relevant and important, and especially how kind of different technologies, media, including media, steer and and guide behavior. And that's something that we really can offer here, also the relation between uh, kind of uh, how how engineers uh, use and and, uh, technology for the good, and and also how, from a more social science point of view, we also uh, investigate uh, the the, the influence of this technology on behavior and then how we can use it to, to steer behavior in, of course, in a positive direction and make a difference. Yes, very nice opinions. And uh, I think, Peter, we agree with both of them, right? So my second question to you is, could you pick one aspect which, according to you, makes humanitarian engineering different from other engineering disciplines? Because, of course, at the University of Twente, we have engineering programs, mechanical engineers, for example. But but what makes humanitarian engineering different? Maybe, Masha, would you like to start? It is an engineering program, so you st- the students will still be trained completely in the in the, ne- in the capacities that they need to be uh, an engineer. Um, at the same time, they will be trained to have a more of a systemic approach, I would say. So being more aware of the context in which they, they are designing for. Thank you so much. And Victor, what do you think? Uh, if, I, if I could name one aspect, I think these people will also learn how to work with um, data sets that are not so... Uh, that we do not use commonly, maybe uh, geospatial data like satellite images and other stuff. So, so they will find data in places where we originally thought, oh, there's, there's very limited data here. We can't do anything. And these engineers will know what to do then. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, I think the data and also kind of um, the methodologies that uh, that also social scientists work with and also improving kind of uh, data, more qualitative data, and, and finding ways to, to use good data to, uh, to contribute, I think is very important here. Thank you. And my last question is, or not, it's not really a question, but I would like to ask you, what would you wish for humanitarian engineering initiatives at UT for the next five years? Siano. I think it, um, yeah, this this program and this topic and kind of approach is is really almost a focal point. At least the, the way it's approached um, that uh, kind of really represents how we work at the university. And and I hope it will be the beginning uh, of um, kind of developing other approaches that we, yeah can contribute. So we can learn from from how we approach uh, this kind of humanitarian uh, challenges and disasters and kind of strengthen also the UT way of doing the signature education of the UT. I think that will be quite important for the coming period. Yeah, fully agree. And um, uh, in five years' time, I hope we will be able to offer like a full-scale portfolio of humanitarian engineering-related educational uh, modules programs minus that we uh, where we support students uh. yes i think that would really fit the portfolio of our university so we are hoping for that as well uh, victor yeah i hope that um, 
that humanitarian engineering is one of these cornerstones for this type of engineering about Brazilians, humanitarian situations, so on that students nationally and internationally will recognize Twente as, as the place to, to come to study this, so that we, we become known for this type of education and this type of context. Yes, thank you all for uh, sharing your interesting perspectives of human, humanitarian engineering. And uh, yeah, we're going to the end of this podcast. Uh, I would like to thank you for being here. And I think we all agree on the fact that multidisciplinary approach is really crucial for nowadays problems and humanitarian uh, crisis. So we need more and more engineers who are trained in uh, education, which provides them with 21st century skills and so on. So we are hoping that humanitarian engineering will become more and more popular and more and more, uh, say, bigger uh, at our university, but I would also say worldwide. So thank you so much, uh, Masha, Victor, and Siano for being here today. And we hope we will have this discussion maybe in the future, maybe in five years again. (laughs) Or or sooner. sooner. (laughs) Or sooner. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Humanitarian Engineering Podcast.